She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. So welcome to She Loves Herself, the podcast, Kirsty. I'm really excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to start, Jill. So just for complete and utter transparency for everyone listening, Kirsty and I have never connected before. We've never met before. We've never had a deep a conversation of any kind before really about um, anything to do with you Kirsty. so actually when I put this message out last week around looking for someone to coach it was based on the feedback I got from season one and I thought it would be really great to get someone else back and coach them so Kirsty and I are going to be working together for the next couple of months and we are recording all of her episodes and sharing them with you guys so for those of you listening, this is a real privilege and, and really um, a real honour to be almost a fly on the wall and witnessing someone being coached really powerfully because Kirsty can feel vulnerable. And I just want to ask you, like, truthfully, how are you feeling coming into this? Yeah, I mean, you do feel a sense of vulnerability, but I think, you know, as this unfolds and as you sort of learn to hear my story, um, if we tried to do this this time last year, I think it would have been coming in with a completely different approach. I think you have to go through a process. um, And I think I said to you just before we started recording, I think when you're ready, the teacher comes or the lesson comes or whatever way you look at it. And um, I've done a lot of work in our work myself to get to this stage, to be able to feel confident enough to sort of lay my cards on the table. And I think the key for me is, is sort of stepping into my authentic self. And, you know, I'm quite aware of what I need to do, but I feel like I do need this coaching and a cheerleader and somebody to kind of help guide me through the process. Amazing. So you've said that you've done a lot like some work before. Do you want to just tell us briefly kind of what work you've done on yourself before? Oh, my God, there's there probably isn't anything I haven't tried. I've um, first sort of became aware of self-development about 15 years ago. Um, when I was in the corporate world, we did a lot of, you know, courses and that led on to sort of self-help. I'm an avid reader. I've read most of the big, you know, name self-help books and started getting into alternative healing like you know reiki reflexology then that kind of led me on to sort of more deeper things like um getting you know getting in touch with spiritual practitioners Mm. came across a shamanic coach and so I've done some shamanic healing um which was fantastic um I've had psychic coaching wow Uh, Carsey that's massive yeah, I've done a lot of different things, but you know, I think as you've said on some of your podcasts before, when you, you talk to other people, it's there's never an end destination. It's you know, you're constantly evolving, and and I think for me, I think whilst that's been comforting and helped me through the years, I think I'm at a point now where I realise that a lot of my life, a lot of the decisions that I made, just weren't built in firm foundations. Mm. And everything sort of came crashing down upon me. Um, and I'm trying to sort of unravel that and unpick that and rebuild again. So, you know, okay. yeah. awareness, it's all, it's just a never ending journey. 
I know it, it is and and you know it's a never-ending journey because we're unless we're dead <laughs> you know but um we don't stop and I think that people can then think well when when do you stop this and I, I try and get people to reframe that and say like actually have fun with it have mm-hmm. fun getting to learn about yourself getting to learn about those various masks and identities that you've carried yeah. your whole life and actually what do you really want you know so I want to ask you like why are you here now because you talked about something there when you said something came crashing down yeah and I felt your energy sort of change slightly so why are you here now yeah I'm I'm ready to um sort of step into my authentic self now I I became lost um, because I, I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being my true self in, in every aspect of my life. Um, I'm in my 40s now um, and I just feel like I don't know what my life purpose is or, you know, I, I just think I've attached my identity to so many things, my career, um, being a mum, being a wife, mm. um, friendships you know everything that was external but I I just I've lost all sense of my own identity and I want to reconnect with that and I want to find out who I am basically it sounds so cliche and it sounds like such a crisis but that's the reality of it yeah and it doesn't sound cliche at all it's real because for most of our lives until we actually connect with our authentic self as you said we don't really know who that is because we're so attached to pleasing other people or hitting benchmarks or you know fitting in yeah and what happens is we often compromise our our authenticity over attachment yeah choose attachment over authenticity and that's that's exactly right for me Jill you've hit the nail on the head completely yeah I'm just going to get you Kirsty to close down your eyes okay okay just drop your shoulders relax your hands relax your arms and I want you just to connect with your breath okay so noticing your breath as you breathe in through your nose allowing your breath to fill your chest and gently breathe out through your mouth really slowly. And just do that again, really connecting with the breath as it moves in through your nose, filling your chest and breathe out through your mouth. And Kirstie, as you just Stay in this space with the connected breath. Just place one hand on your heart space and the other hand on your lower belly. Let's just really bring your body into safety. Allow the nervous system to feel really safe right now. And as we just stay in the heart right now, just bring your awareness to your heart. And I'm just going to say a few words, okay? 
And as you hear these words, I want you to allow your heart to open up and absorb the words. Deep inhalation. Safety. Connection. Love. Open. Passion. Truth. Love. Safety. Me. Connection. Freedom. Freedom. Love. Complete. Me. And I just want you to keep your eyes closed and stay in the heart. And ask your heart a question first, eh? Just ask it internally and then just tell me what comes up. Trust your intuition is guiding you. Ask your heart, what do I need? Connection. Connection to me, to you. Ask your heart, what else do I need? Self-love. I'm going to self-love. What's inside self-love, Kirsty, for you in the heart? Um... I just don't think I know who I am. I think I've been a chameleon. I've just adapted to think people, environments needed, whatever whatever was needed to feel a part of something or to be safe or to be loved or to be anything. I've just, so I don't know who I am. Okay, Kirsty, I want you just to really stay in the heart because often we can go into the mind and the mind will, you know, you don't know who you are, you're a chameleon, you have all these identities, Mm. but the truth is you do know who you are. Your heart knows exactly who you are. 
So we want to really just really practice connecting to the body. Now, we, we love the mind. The mind is doing an amazing job. But it's not the truth. Okay, it's not the truth. So just really imagine your heart right now with your next inhalation opening up. Really opening up. And as you breathe out, imagine it expanding and taking up space. Take up more space, Kirsty. Allow the heart to really fill up. Take up space. And I want you just to go back to the word connection. We feel the word connection. Where are you not connected right now? In my heart. Mm. Okay. And your gut. Okay. Because, Kirsty, what I got, the word connection I got, but the other word that came through really strongly was trust. Yeah, because I constantly tell myself I don't trust myself. Yeah. And that's coming up quite strong. Okay. Yeah. And this really links to your gut. Mm. And it's been on my mind. Um, it's like this session's approach I've heard over and over. I don't trust myself. And I've made so many bad judgments, wrong decisions, but I just don't trust myself. And that's why I feel stuck because I just feel like I can't move forward because self-doubt just hangs over like loud. Okay. Now, this is beautiful, Kirsty. I want you to go into the bad decisions and the wrong decisions that you feel that you've made, okay? And let's just go there because there's emotion there. So we want to just feel that emotion, okay? We don't want to keep it in. Your body knows exactly what to do. We just need to move it through and like just give it a little bit of time and space to be felt right now, okay? You're doing amazing. It's okay. You're safe. <sighs> Just give it space to move, to be felt. What is that emotion, Kirsty? It's just painful. Okay. Um, just a, a sense of feeling like lost, you know. Mm. Just. <sighs> okay, what's inside painful? Go to painful, okay? Now, your heart can is, is huge, Kirsty, and it can hold the space for this emotion, so it's okay. We want to go there because we want to move it through, okay? Go to pain. Mm. 
and just feel it for a moment, okay? Just wants to be felt. It's just a, a feeling of feeling unloved that's overwhelming, to be honest. Okay. <clears throat> so I want you to go to the pain, and then I want you to go to the words unloved. Okay, feel it and see the word. You feel it in your body. Take deep breaths in and out. Okay. What's inside unloved, Kirsty? It's just, it's just a little girl, little Kirsty. Just feels like you know unloved. Okay, so I want you to go to little Kirsty feeling unloved. And what's the emotion? Inside little Kirsty feeling unloved. What's the emotion there? And um, there's fear. Okay, I want you to go to fear right now, okay? Let's work through this together. Go to fear inside little Kirsty. Just surrender, just let go of the need to try and hold on here, okay? Relax. You're really safe. What's inside fear, Kirsty? Loneliness. Okay, go to loneliness. Go right there and feel it. What's inside loneliness, Kirsty? Unworthiness. Okay, go to unworthiness. What's inside unworthiness? It's just a feeling of being trapped. Mm, okay, go to feeling trapped. I can feel this one, so let's just take some deep breaths, okay? Drop your shoulders, relax. Okay, unsafe. Go to the feeling of unsafe and tell me what's inside the feeling of unsafe. So helplessness. Helplessness. Go to helplessness. Feel that energy and the emotion. And what's inside helplessness, Kirsty? Not getting anything, just mm. 
this is okay. There's no right or wrong way to do this, okay? If it's a feeling, if it's an energy or an emotion, just say what comes up, okay? So helplessness, what's inside helplessness? It can be anything. It can be frustration. It can be anger. It can be anything, okay? We don't need the mind to question anything. We just want to get into the feeling, okay? The feeling. Very tight space, you know, low ceilings, squashed in, just the feeling that I've got, just trapped, helpless. Trapped, okay, trapped. What's inside trapped? The feeling of trapped. It's like, you know, I can't get myself out of this, that type of feeling I can Powerless. Powerless, okay. So go to powerless, Kirsty. Powerless is, is bringing up an emotion. Yeah. Not a word, not, it's just a feeling, it's just that makes me want to. And that reflects, I guess, my current, current day. Okay. Powerless, small, okay. What's underneath that? It's just this overwhelming feeling like I can't get out of this. I can't. I'm stuck. Okay. Let's just pause for a minute, okay? Let me just tune in. Because I feel like you're doing amazing. The mind is now trying to intercept, okay? But it's okay. It's just we've not gone here before. So when we feel unsafe and trapped, The mind wants to keep us safe. So it's doing such an amazing job, okay? But I believe that we can go a little bit deeper and we can go underneath this, okay? And just get to the core of Kirsty. So I'm just going to tune in and I'm just going to really connect with your body just now, okay, Kirsty? Just give me a moment. Right, let's go into the belly, into the gut. Okay, let's put both hands on the belly in this space. Okay. I want you just to connect with Kirsty. So just bring the vision of little Kirsty before you, okay? To see her before you. When you think of yourself as a small child, how old are you then, Kirsty? Seven. <clears throat> so you're seven. And I want you just to visualize you at seven, your hair, your skin your mouth, your little body. 
Perhaps you're wearing something that you love to wear as a child. And just see her in her innocence. Complete, unconditional love. Pure love. What does she need, Kirsty? A mum. Her mum. So I want you just to imagine that you're with her right now. What emotion, what feeling does she need to connect with right now? So she wants her mum. What does she want? What feeling does she need? She needs love from her mum. And so where does she feel that she doesn't have that love from her mum? What's going on there? She feels rejected by her mum. She feels that she's in the way, that she's a hassle to her. How does that feel for her? Confusing because she feels like it's not the same for her brother. Mm. Go to confusion and go back to her feeling trapped and small and contained. And let's bring in the energy and emotion of confusion. And I want you just to see her, okay? So you're witnessing her. Feeling confused. What is inside confusion? What else is there? Hurt. Okay. So stay in the connection with her. See her. Feel her. Witness her heart. What's inside hurt? It's like, I can't move, I don't know what to do. Mm. Like you're freezing? Mm. It's like paralysis, yeah. Yeah. Ask her why she's so hurt. Because she feels that everything she does is wrong, she doesn't know what to do. What is she doing that's so wrong? Just existing. (laughs) 
why does she believe that her mum rejects her so much? It's just constantly shoes her away. She doesn't have time for her. It's just, it's just, it's just doesn't, she feels like her mum just doesn't even want to be around her. Okay, I want you just to bring her close to you. So imagine that she's standing before you. We'll touch her arms, bring her in. Look into her eyes deeply. We touch her cheeks. Hold her face. What do you want to tell her, Kirsty? That she is wanted. It's okay to be her. She isn't doing anything wrong. Do you feel connected or more disconnected if you try and connect with her? Connected. Okay. Kirsty, if you can, I want you just to tell her that. And I want you to feel the emotion, okay? Allow her to feel that she is seen and she is heard and she is unconditionally loved. By you. Out loud. You can if you want to. I'm saying, I'm saying it in my head, yeah. Okay, it. that's okay. Tell her how much you love her. does she need? Ask her what she needs as well. Ask her what she needs from you right now, Kirsty. What does she need you to do? She just wants to be held. She wants to be held. Okay, so hold her. Really hold her. You don't need to resist your emotions, Kirsty. What do you want to tell her? She's safe. What else do you want to tell her? What is she, what do you need to tell her right now, Kirsty? That she's safe and that she hasn't done anything wrong. And it's okay to be her. Just the way she is. Mm. Who is she? Is she just the way she is?
chaotic dreamer mm. ambitious different to everyone else in the family I want to tell her that it's okay to be her because that's all that she can ever be that's all that she is supposed to be that's all that she was ever supposed to be tell her that feel that connection with her yeah it feels peaceful Mm. and tell her now that you've got this tell her that she's safe and that you have absolutely got this you've got this one okay Take a few deep breaths in through the nose and allow that energy to cultivate through your body the truth, the energy, the wisdom. Say thank you. Thank you. Come back up to the heart. Place your hands on your heart. Take a deep inhalation. Tune into the heart now. Really feel your heart. Connect with your hand. Allow it to take up space. Ask your heart now, what do I need? What do I need? Just feel peace. I just need peace. Okay. Anything else? Any other words? Motivation. (laughs) Mm. Anything else? No. Peace and motivation. Okay. Just gently open your eyes, Kirsty. You did really well. I know it's not easy, especially when you know we this is the first time we've ever spoken. 
Yeah. You did amazing. You did amazing. And what I noticed was there was resistance. When we went in there, the nervous system starts to get a bit, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, because actually when we go underneath what's inside, what's inside, what's inside, we got to a point where there was just like a block and it felt unsafe. And when you went to unsafe, the mind immediately did its job and jumped in and pulled you, okay, pulled you out and, and looked for safety. Because when we went into some inner child work there, there's points where you haven't felt safe. That's and true. When you have, when you've not felt safe, you go into freeze right so you mentioned the word freeze and it came up your body is showing us so much here yeah like it's so amazing it was showing us so much it was showing parts where you got to a point and then you would freeze and you you were stuck in that place where I'm stuck I'm trapped I'm freeze freeze and no matter how much we try to go a little bit deeper because actually underneath all of it is pure love and you and your heart right and we know when we go in there into that space we're able to identify where we don't need to be attached to stories to labels to our past and to things but there's some work that we need to do around bringing in safety for your inner child allowing her to feel safe enough to speak her truth yeah okay because we got there and then the mind just went, whoop, nope, right. You're just like, we're going to take you right out of there. We're going to, yeah. you're, you're frozen. But that's trauma, okay? It's when we are reminded of a space where we feel really unsafe, we go into fight, flight, freeze, fawn is a new one. And that's what I noticed happening. Your body was showing me a lot, but then it was like triggered at yeah. that point. Yeah. Have you done inner child work before? I've done, yeah, I have done. Um, but, you know, maybe in the past I haven't been ready, I haven't gone quite deep enough because, um, you know, I still feel that those behaviours play out. I will get to a point, stop, freeze, yeah. self and then I adapt to what I think needs to happen or what needs to be done. And because it isn't coming from an authentic place, it's never real. It's you know, so it's just a, a, a pattern that keeps re-emerging. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some exercises to do over the next you know week or so around your inner child, and we're going to get you really connecting to her every day, even if it's just for ten minutes a day. And this is going to allow you to bring in trust because what your body was showing me, we got the word connection. So you you this this craving, this need for, for connection with the self. Because if this plays out in other areas of your life, whether that's with work, whether that's with your partner, with your children, where we're often what can happen is we feel disconnected, even though we try to connect, the emotion and the deep like connection is just not there because we want to freeze, we want to flee, we want to run, um, and we become quite... Um, anxious avoidant of the connection because connection wasn't there as a child so it felt really unsafe to be your most authentic self because you weren't actually accepted for being you so I'm going to give you some amazing exercises to do to really get you into some gorgeous inner child work so it's going to 
we're going to fast track you, Kirsty, because we've, oh. we've got these sessions, right? And we want to get you into the best place that you can possibly be over, over quite a short space of time. So I'll give you some work to do on that. Um, but you're ready. You're so ready. Your body was showing me the word trust. Like yeah. trust, trust, trust is ready. It's it ready. Is. I felt that, you know, and that's when, you know, I saw your your Instagram post. I just literally, I felt this overwhelming urge to respond because I just feel ready. You are ready and your body's ready, by the way. But we're going to go quite, you know, there, there's times that we can just go right into this and actually take you through an experience and get you doing maybe some somatic work that your nervous system right now has had enough. Okay. For now, it's had enough. Just, just, just for now in this moment, we don't want to push you to the edge where you go into complete freeze again. Yeah. Right. So, because if we put you into freeze, and we're not just doing this for the podcast, this is a real session, and I wouldn't push a, a client and take them into another experience right now because your nervous system's like, okay, I'm, you know, that's just enough for right now. But we can do more, you know, I'll give you exercises to do tomorrow and the next day and so on. So we're going to go little and often okay. over the next couple of weeks. So we are fast tracking you, but we don't want to just like do it all in one session because this is important because your body's showing me trust, connection, and that's what it needs. It needs to feel safe. Yeah. And your inner child needs to feel like you're not just checking in with her once a year. You're checking in with her every day. You know, yeah. you're checking in with your nervous system every day. You're checking in with your heart. And it's like going to the gym and building up that muscle, right? We build up that trust muscle within ourselves because we, what you need, Kirsty, is you need your most authentic self to step forward and to be unapologetically her. Now, I know we hear this term, be unapologetically you, right? Actually, most of us don't even know what that is <laughs> until we actually go in and do this work because we're so conditioned and programmed to be who we think we should be. And there's still elements even now where people are, are not, even in, the, even in the personal development world, even myself, I caught myself doing it thinking I should do it this way because society or social media tells me I should. But yeah. actually, and then it never really lands properly because we want you to, your body, your nervous system, your inner child, all of these amazing things to have almost a platform and space to be held, to be seen, to be felt, to be supported, to be honoured. All of these emotions that you didn't seem to have as a child or didn't feel that you had. Um, so we're going to give you that over the next few weeks. You're going to do exercises over the next few weeks. And then when you come back on, we're going to see where you're at then. Um, and the inner child exercise I'm going to give you, Kirsty, they're going to allow you to go into parts of your past. Okay. okay? Because I think that you could you could articulate to me right now where mum, you felt abandoned by mum, you felt unseen, but actually yeah. um, really allowing you to understand that as a child, we are so attached because we do rely on parents for survival. But when we're rejected and when we're not seen and when we're not heard, we abandon ourselves. 
Okay, yeah. so it's about going in and almost doing a little bit of reparenting on yourself. Okay. And bringing in that safety. I want to ask you just if you don't mind and with your permission, is there anger towards your mum? Um, I think in later life, some sort of anger and frustration because um, when you're a child, you can't really process, you, you know, you've got big emotions, but a small mind, you don't go logically or rationally what's going on. Um, but when you're older, you start to understand more things. And uh, so I think later in life, there's come, but I don't sit here now and feel like I'm carrying anger. It's more, it's, it's more hurt and disappointment that, because, um, you know, I'm a mum now. Yeah. I can't relate to where my mum's coming from. I just can't understand why there's this, been this sort of rejection from her um, at times towards me. Um, she's been emotionally unavailable. And I think that's just, and I'm a very emotionally built person you know I work from the heart I, I'm up I need you know I need to talk things through I need touch I need that deep connection and that's just something I don't get from my mum so it's not anger it's um do you know what I'm actually sick of over analyzing it in my head up here it's about it's about letting go of that yeah that um physical um, sensation that it has in my body to allow me to, to move forward, to trust myself, to be, to accept myself. Okay, amazing. And I think it's it's absolutely right. And when we become parents, it really does highlight things. You know, depending on what age your child is as well, it triggers things for you. It's so like, true. Yeah. Is that? my daughter it really did change my relationship with my parents um um, and to the point where you know I'm estranged from my dad have been since my daughter was just born and um I've held it together with my mum because she's a good grandmother um and we have this almost now like a transactional relationship you know a handover this is what my daughter needs this is what my daughter needs okay thanks bye so after you mean you're right after the birth of my child it did bring up a lot it was almost like um a veil was lifted off yeah um and there was probably anger at that point mm-hmm. yeah I'm still getting an element of that now I know that you're very calm okay so you've got a really gorgeous calming energy but your body has shown me that there's still unprocessed anger there okay, okay. now we don't need to label that we don't need to know. This is where the mind wants to interject and wants to like control. Now, we don't really need it for this. The anger and emotion needs to be felt and moved through your body. Now, yeah. it can be done in many ways. It can be done just by you going into and thinking of an incident. And often we can't go there because we've gone into freeze as a child. But what can help us go into it now is... As an adult uh, and a mum, we can link it to our own child and think, well, you know, I would never do what you did. Mm. And we can start to then build up that energy and that emotion around it just to get us moving with the energy and the emotion. And there's words in there that are unsaid. Now, 
what I'm going to say to you, Kirsty, is you don't need to sit down with your mum and say, by the way, you <laughs> are a bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. Mum, we don't need to say that. Mum doesn't need to hear it. She doesn't need to, right? Okay. But your body needs to move it through. Okay. It needs to be moved through. These words that have been unsaid by you need to come out. They need yeah. to come out. Now, that can be, yeah, it can be done by actually just getting up and having an adult tantrum and like literally grabbing a pillow or getting on your bed on all fours and screaming, like screaming like a child, you know, like your proper whole body is like ah, going nuts, right? Or you can get a journal and you can basically write down everything as if you were the child, as if you were having a tantrum. Yeah. You did this and you said this and you said that. Now, a lot of people that maybe listen to this think, well, how is that going to help? Because you didn't see it. You've yeah. never actually said it. Now, it doesn't mean, as I said, you have to say it to your mum, but you have to allow that energy, that anger, the frustration, all of the whys. What's wrong with you? Why, 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 why? And if you say why 50 times, say why. If you scream 20 times, you scream until there's like, it's gone. It's like out of your body and you're, you're actually like shaking it out of your body. When you think about animals in the wild, there's an incredible... Um, a guy called Peter Levine, who basically created some, yeah, you've heard of him, somatic healing. So if you've done shamanic healing, it's, it, you know, they've maybe talked about this. And he talks about how animals in the wild will experience an element of trauma and they shake. An animal will shake out of their body. I'm looking at my dog right now. He shakes when something's happened. Even if he's had a row, you'll have a shake. Yeah. We don't. We don't, we store it in our body. So it doesn't matter how much the mind says to you, but what's the point? You know, it was 30 years ago or it was 40 years ago. Like it doesn't matter. It's unprocessed emotion, energy, trauma in your body. And unless you actually just get it out, it's not going to allow you to move forward because it's taken up too much space. Yeah. It's taken up too much space. So with this inner child work I'm going to get you to do, I'm going to get you to work through that over the next couple of weeks. And I'll also give you some exercises that you can do that will allow you to try maybe once or twice to move it through your body. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good, Jill. Yeah, that's exactly what I need. Because I feel like you're right. I'm not even interested in sitting down and having this chat and going over all ground. It's just, but I do feel like I'm carrying a load. You are carrying it. But the thing is, it's on loop now, right? Because it's debilitating. It's yeah. stopping you moving forward because you, there's so much fear I'm feeling around it. There's so much fear. And like, I'm so scared to be me. Yeah. I'm so scared to be me and this is what I'm getting through. Does that resonate? Totally resonates. And not only am I scared to be me, just I'm scared because I don't know who me is. Yeah, because yeah. this old emotion and energy is just taking up too much space. We need to create more space, right? Because you are scared to be you. That's the mind talking. You know exactly who you are. It's just that you're in a, you're, you're almost on a loop with this right when something happens it's like a, a cloud is always following you around no matter how things are going it's just this little gray cloud that's always like tapping on you and going hi hey, yeah by the way just to remind you I'm always here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doesn't it 
no, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. yeah but it's going to go. It's going to go. Looking forward to that. And this is what I need. It's just, yeah, as you say, I just want all this. It's almost like a blueprint's been stored. And there's there's a, a saying that always resonates with me. And it's, um, you know, the emotion that doesn't release itself in tears finds other organs to weep through. And it's so true. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's my illness with me. Nothing serious, but I, I believe that it's, um, you know, I've, I've experienced infertility over the last five years. I believe that, you know, I've had um, horrific PMDD. Mm. I think it's centered around the reproductive system and that's a mothering energy. That's a sort of mothering space, isn't it? And I do feel like there's that mind, body and spirit connection just all... It's all like lodged, as you as you call it, trauma is lodged there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. We store so much in the womb space. Um, wow. Because that's where we create. We were created, right? In this space. And you know, creation comes from this space. But when we're so disconnected, also these that that particular area can also link to the throat. So if you ever suffer from sore throats, um they're very, very similar. Um, so that's often when we're not speaking our truth. I don't know if you ever have in the past or you've no, ever I, sort of... Um, I don't have... Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. And I, I know people that do have that. But no, it's always been <laughs> concentrated down there. Yeah. And there's almost a resistance. This might sound a little crazy and out there for you, but when you talked about fertility, it can yeah. often be that we are disconnected from the space or there's such a fear because we've carried so much particular trauma around childhood, around not being loved, that we manifest not being a mum because Mm -hmm. the fear is I wasn't accepted as a child. Mm -hmm. You know, so actually it can affect everything and that can sound really wild to people. Um, but actually going underneath, why is this not happening for me? Why have I not been able to fall pregnant um, naturally? Or, or, you know, why does it take so long? What's really going on there? And there's almost such a, an unconscious resistance and fear to becoming a mum yourself, even though consciously you want to do that. You want to be a mum more than anything and you want that connection. The unhealed trauma that's come from your mother line probably and we'll we'll nip into that you know is that there's probably stuff that's been passed down from your mother line to make her so disconnected from her own daughter which is unhealed and then passed through to you and because it's been unhealed in you Mm -hmm. it's stopping actually you bringing another baby into this world right does that resonate or make sense at all it does. So something that's come up, you know, just from other healing that, that does resonate as well is the fact that, you know, I already have one child who would obviously be the eldest child. And that was me. I was the eldest child. And I think that there is a fear lodged in there that by bringing in another child, I'm worried that she'll be almost like pushed aside like I was type of thing. You know, so there's that kind of block as well. Oh, yeah blocking so much this is how powerful our bodies are Mm. that we will on an unconscious level block things or make ourselves sick yeah because there's unprocessed and unhealed trauma there yeah now we're going to work on this because actually it doesn't need to be there and 
a lot of it's not your stuff, Kirsty. Yeah. And when yeah, it's not your stuff and understanding your mum and her story and what was passed on to you. Now, this doesn't mean that you're responsible for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely not. It doesn't mean you need to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we want to create is non-attachment. Yeah. I know you might think, well, I'm not attached to my mum. You know, we've got a transactional in your words relationship, but there's attachment there because there's an emotional attachment because there's unhealed and unprocessed yeah. trauma there. And the minute you can go in and feel every emotion, like really hold space. And when, when, when you start to really build up trust with your inner child, you're going to be able to go in there and start to really allow every emotion. I'm talking anger, pain, sadness, frustration, everything. Because it's all, you know, you've done some work, which is amazing, but there's still some stuff under there. That, yeah, there is. Yeah. Sure. yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, and we want to just clear all of that out because do you know what? That hook, that cord, that attachment that you've got to your mum, it needs to go. We can have connections to people and this is where often so many people struggle because we are far too attached to other people. Good, bad and, you know, attachments, attachment, right? Whether it's good or bad, Really, we want to practice cultivating non-attachment to everything. That doesn't mean we are dissociated, we're disconnected to people, we don't feel things. Connection, yes, your word that came through, connection, it's coming in here, right? So you want to feel connected, but you don't want to feel attached. Okay? That's right. That's been a theme in the past, and um, that's something that I'm learning to do is being more connected to myself, and that it's just been not having this reliance on anybody else, you know? And perhaps then what we can maybe look at, and I never like to plan these, it it's normally goes quite organic, but we can maybe start to look at that in the next session, how we can actually unhook the attachments to people. So we can really go into that space and start to unhook those attachments and those cords and really cultivate deep connection to yourself and trust. But this is going to be a process, right? Because you've carried this for a long time. But you're, you know, and you've done so much work, which is amazing, but we're just going to sort of get you to that, you know, that final part where we can really let go. I need need to move forward because I just feel constantly stuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're not stuck. It's just the mind's telling you you are. Yeah. And do you know what? And again, it's not about separation of the mind and the body although we're going to be working much more with the body but don't you know just remember to go in and almost thank your mind for everything it's done because your mind protected you like when you were so scared as a child your mom your mind took you to freeze like just exit 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 so it took you to almost a safe place even though longer term we know it's not safe but it did its job so actually it's about saying mind I love you I need you but not right now for this and just giving it a little bit of time off yeah 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 makes sense so we've got lots of exciting work to do Kirsty and I just want to say like thank you so much for being so bloody brave because I know that there's people that are going to listen to this that are like not only is it going to inspire them they're probably going to be able to do it with you along with you right yeah 
Oh, I hope so. You know, and I think part of, you know, even me just putting myself out there is a big step forward, you know, because as you heard, I'm just usually paralyzed or I find excuses or reasons not to put myself out there. So me even doing this is, is a huge step in the right direction and showing that I'm ready. Well, you are, you've just done it. You've yeah. Done it. If it could help anybody else as well, that's just an added bonus. It's a, it's a byproduct, isn't it? And I know it definitely will, but the priority for this is you and you've just given evidence to yourself that you can do that. Like you've just spoken your truth. Yeah. You have just been so brave. Honestly, like people that listen to this, I mean, I know Lynette who I've worked with, um, she says to me, even she said herself, I could not do what they do, those women that come on. And Lynette's someone that's in the world who works with coaches, but to bear everything the way you are, that is evidence enough. And I want you to go away from this session fully receiving like the bravery, the, 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 the step that you've just taken to go there right now is massive. Like you've already changed the trajectory, not only for your life, but for your children's lives, it stops with you. That's massive. Yeah, but I was ready for it, Jill. And it has, to, you have to go through this process. And, you know, there's, you know, you, you spoke about anger, you spoke about a variety of different emotions. And I think you have to go through them until you get to a place where you're ready to just basically just give up and think, God, this is like tiring. I need to address mm-hmm. this forward. I need to do something. So, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a journey just to get to this place. I know, I know, but it is, isn't it? But you're, you're doing amazing. And I just want to say thank you so much. And oh, I can't wait for you to do this inner child work and your homework. And then um, exciting, exciting. So I'll give you all of this offline and then we'll see you again in the next session, Kirsty. Jill, that was really good. Thank you. I'm feeling, you know, peaceful and um, refreshed and a lot lighter. So I feel good already. Amazing. Thank you.